drinking beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The Veteran Gamer Re-Enlisted. Episode 6, Superstore. What's up, veteran gamers? We are back with another episode. Episodes are coming out hot. They're coming out fast. They're coming out rapid fire. We're coming out with episodes faster than GW can bring out codexes. I tell you what, we're bringing it, son. We're bringing it. Bring your A game because we're coming. Uh, we're back with a special episode. Think of this like more intimate. We're bringing it down a notch, right? Hey, girl. Let me talk to me. Holler at you for a second. We're gonna bring this down a notch. Gee, is that how you talk to women? <laughs> That's why I didn't give her any dates. Oh yeah. All right. Cool. It so explains I've been a lot. Married three times and divorced twice. Okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm a serial monogamist. You should ask your wife how, how she how you were talking to her. Yeah, it was not like this. <laughs> <laughs> so we just learned this intimacy is not Andy's forte. That's cool. I'm passionate, right? Just I don't know if intimacy. I don't know. We're getting into the episode. Uh, they decided to get me back in here. So yeah. I'm, I'm Raul Ochoa we, from the Sky High Comics. We, we were already off topic. Yeah, we yeah. just I'm started. Alex, I'm Alexander Vlogger, Gamers Arsenal. <laughs> so welcome back. We got Alex and Raul back. Um, this episode, we're going to focus on, of course, Raul, owner, proprietor, all around pimp at Sky High Comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pimping out that plastic, them cards. You know paper. what? Uh, I like selling people things that I love, so yeah, couldn't think of a better thing to do. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Alex, of course, we talked about this in a previous episode, is, is opening up, not thinking about, but is actually opening up his own store here very soon. Yeah, Gamer's Arsenal. Yeah, it's going to be in Murrieta. So there's really no massive competition between the two of you. You all be down in San Marcos. No. You're going to be up in Murrieta. So honestly, you're really not in the sphere of influence no. to, to take. So really... This is real friendly. This is you've actually been kind of offering some advice here. Yeah, Raul's been helping me out with that. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, I say the things that I think and may or may not be wrong, but I, I don't want to steer you the wrong way. So, no, you know, it's, I, it's I sage advice that yeah. he's going to from someone who's been there. And so, what we're going to do is we're going to open up the show a little bit. I'll let Raul kind of start with talking about what it's been like owning a game store, kind of living the dream, as it were. It's been interesting, man. So, like, I ended up uh, buying into a partnership not that long ago. So, it's two years ago I decided to cash in my retirement and buy into this uh, this endeavor. And we owned uh, SoCal Games and Comics in Temecula and Sky High Comics. Right now, we're kind of in the process of kind of splitting up shares, and I get all of Sky High Comics. And the lovely guys over at SoCal Games and Comics are going to get their, their big store. Um, but... I'm I'm very very excited about it. I, I love the store down in San Marcos. Uh, we've got a great uh, comic book and uh, magic community, and because I've been such a fan of miniature games, I'm like, well, we need to start doing that. So uh, within the last six months, I got a GW account, got that open, and now I actually get to push the plastic models that I love because I like showing off my orcs with my sombrero hats. I love showing off. <laughs> 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 Do you have your sombrero? I like showing up my Imperial Knights. Um, so it, it's it's been it's been a, a lot of fun getting into that stuff. So it's interesting. It, there's there's ups and downs, but I get to go to work every day and talk about nerdy stuff, and I love it. So, <laughs> so when you first opened up, did, was Sky High already opened? You bind it? Or so did it you... turns out Sky High Comics has been around over 20 years. Okay. So, oh, really? Yeah. So they've gone through, I want to say... I'll be the fourth owner. So, like, if you count, like, my partners as the third owners, I'll be the fourth. Um, There is a guy named Mike that opened up back in, I think, in the mid-90s. Started selling stuff out of his garage, just really dealing with comic books and statues and stuff like that. Um, Everyone remembers the good old days of Sky High where it had the back room with the the place that you couldn't take the kids because those statues were really kind of cool looking and uh, (laughs) showing a lot of special. It it was like the video store that had like the beads. The the beads, it it had that vibe. The 18 and over. Yeah, little um, smoke coming out of the back room, little then uh, this dude Dave uh, ended up buying it and kind of started you know shifting a little bit more into like the family and environment where it's at right now. Um, Dave and Amber owned that place for several years. Um, one of my employees has been back uh, with the company since then, and he's been kind of like the guy that's kept everything going. So Dar- Darren uh, Scram has actually been 
they're almost a decade now. And uh, he's kind of like my comic guru, which is, has been fantastic. But turns out that he was a fan of the hobby back in the day. He used to have, you know, his lunchtime Warhammer with his buddies. So when I said that, hey, we're going to get started with GW, he's like, yeah, this is sweet. Yeah. So um, so we've been really kind of excited. Like the first thing we tackled is like, hey, we got to start the small games. So Shadow War Armageddon was a focus. Uh, Blood Bowl is a focus. And I got a miniature table in the back room now so we can actually play some 40K games, which worked out kind of great with the time of 8th edition being released and kind of getting all that stuff set up. Yeah, if you've been watching the Facebook for the podcast... Um, and I won't say if you haven't, you know. <laughs> but uh, if you're watching it, we actually did the we did a video of the eighth edition night release. Some yeah. of the fun we had showed the gaming table. You have like the um, the cities of death style kind yeah. of gaming yeah. table. So we've got like the Imperium sector kind of yeah, yeah 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 yeah. And um, so I've got a few more things added to that. But the goal is really to kind of start heading into tournaments. It's like I I really enjoy. The competitive scene, we're a tiny store. We're, we've got 1,200 square feet. Yeah. So when we do tournaments, that's all that's going to be going on in there. And I'm excited about that because we can kind of clear out everything else, set up all the tables with terrain. But right now, that's a focus. It's like, let's make sure that there's enough terrain to keep all the guys happy because as an orc player, I know how important terrain is. Yeah. <laughs> I need them cover saves. Yeah. Give me them cover saves. And, uh, Give me those plus ones. Give me that line of sight blocking. If uh, that's not there, all the deck is going in the wrong places. So. Right, right. Well, there's a lot of small stores that put on some really good um, tournaments. Like, there's the Gamer Haven up in what's that? Gamer's Haven. It's not a store. It's a club. It's a club. Oh, cool. But still, it's a really it's, small location. But it's so cool. I love the guys over there. That's awesome. You know, David, you're doing an amazing job out there. Shout out to you. Yeah, so I mean, even in a small store, you can put together, you know, a really good tournament. Even um, the guy who has at ease, he wasn't always at that big location no, over sure. in Mirga. He was at a really small little postage stamp of a location over in Poway when I met him. Really teeny tiny store, really super active gaming community, and they really supported the store. Yeah, and, like, and he is another big fan of miniature games so like he'll he'll play the bolt action he'll play the, the 4k and all that stuff like that so yeah i think it helps having that interest for sure you're loving the hobby and loving what you do especially i think especially with the hobby absolutely you talk about having your hold on, your um that's important yeah yeah um especially having the the comic book guru mm. right if you're in that community like some of these guys really know their stuff oh yeah and if you walk into a store and you're gonna go purchase hey i'm looking for this back issue of this and the guy kind of kind of goes what like yeah you already lost them okay thanks i'm gonna go online yep you know when a guy really just wanted to go through and flip through the comic books and the cardboard stuff and really just kind of pick up and feel and touch some plastic and go oh i haven't seen this one before the guy won't even get there because I asked for something, and you said, what? The guy behind the counter had no idea what was going on. Same thing with Warhammer, right? Mm -hmm. You walk into a store and say, hey, I'm looking for the set of models. The guy behind the counter goes, or the girl behind the counter goes, what? You're looking for what? I'm like, <clears throat> okay, uh, yeah, uh, I'll just go online. Yep, we're good. I yeah. can, I, the GW site's right there. GW's or like you eBay's can go to skyhighcomics.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, you go down to skyhighcomics.com. Work on my website. <laughs> skyhighcomics.com, you go down to Sky High. You know, you talk to the guy behind the counter. These guys actually, if you, that, that's, the, that's what I'm saying, is the importance of loving the hobby. Because when someone walks in and says, half the time I walk into a store. Now, I don't own a store. I just like going in sometimes just talking. Yeah. I'll buy two pots of paint, right? I'm in nine, ten bucks at this point, right? I'm not, you're not making a ton of money. But I just want to sit down and talk about the hobby. And I'll come back, you know, two weeks from now or a week from now. And I'm going to put down 185 bucks on a Battle Force or three new models that I needed for because some guy who had the counter said, oh, yeah, we got this. And we were talking about, oh, yeah, the army's really good. What do you think about that? You know, we start getting into it. Now I trust you. And this is why I like to support my local gaming stores and my local communities because, for one, they give me a place to play, right? I don't have to pay to come here. There's some stores out there that, that charge you to walk in the door. It's five bucks to play all day. Okay, whatever, you know? It, it's interesting because I think a, a lot of stores have their own theories on how they pay for that space. Yeah, I I'm of the opinion that it's like, hey, if you create an environment that people want to be there and you're doing your job by actually doing organized play, you're going to get the money from the models because you're throwing enough events that pay for that space. Yeah. Other places, well, they have the luxury that they have a play group that they're like, all right, well, we have a membership for the month. We'll charge you X amount and that works for them. Good for them. I, I like free space. I, I like free space. I also, I also appreciate the membership model too because you're now investing in things like terrain. Sure. Um, Oh, later gaming 
opening time. So instead of closing at 10 or 11, you're closing at midnight, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand both models. Mm-hmm. But yeah, e- even but- though, even if it's five bucks for a day, right, that's nothing. Here at the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted, we like to support our local gaming stores. Local gaming stores are the heart of the hobby, and gaming wouldn't be possible without them. So we would like to highlight fellow veteran gamers and friends of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted, Sky High Comics. Sky High Comics is a veteran-owned and operated gaming and comic book store in North County, San Diego. Sky High Comics carries a wide variety of current and back-issue comic books, card games such as Pokemon and Magic the Gathering, and of course, what all Ray wants to talk about, Warhammer and Warhammer 40k. Perhaps you're a dirty towel player like Alex, and no one carries your models because no one wants to sell that garbage. Well, the guys at Sky High Comics will have no problem ordering for you. Perhaps you're like me, and play Tyranids, and Tyranids have been so bad for so long that no one wants to carry your models. Well, guess what? The guys at Sky High Comics, they ordered my Tyranid Warriors for me. The friendly and knowledgeable staff at Sky High Comics will hook you up with the toys and books you really want and need. And the veteran gamer re-enlisted puts his money where its mouth is. And Ray sends all of West Coast Arsenal to Sky High Comics for their Warhammer and Warhammer 40k needs. Support your local gaming store. Support your local veteran-owned and operated businesses. You can find Sky High Comics online at skyhighcomics.com. And now, back to the show. So, where are we in timeline to getting the Arsenal open? Well, Arsenal... Right now we're in the final stages of you know we're starting to get our, we're trying to get all the build out done and stuff like that. It, it, one of the most important things about and the longest this took me so long to get done was actually finding the right place sure. the right place to open up in. I found good landlords. You know they they gave me a very good price per square foot they gave they're going to do all the build out for us that's fantastic so i, I can i couldn't ask it for any how close to home is your drive um actually it's not a lot that's good. It's like that's 10 good. minutes that's that's really good it's like yeah, it's yeah. like 10 minutes so it, kind of jealous i could just take <laughs> i could actually just take briggs road all oh, the way so to, cool. i take briggs road you're all like the way 45 down. minutes row it's not that bad so like i leave my house nine ish in the morning like i drop the kids off at work and then drive down so it's like 35 minutes because i don't drive slow right uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so it's 35 minutes there and then usually I put in long days. So, like, the days that I'm down there at the shop, it's like I'll leave the shop 10, 30, 11, mm-hmm. and drive back, and it's another, like, 30 minutes away. So, not not too bad. Yeah, so, you're now, putting in a full 12 hours, then. I used to uh, yeah. I yeah. used to work at Paula Casino, so I definitely know what a sure. half-an-hour drive is. So, if you're looking to open up a gaming store, just know you're going to put in those 12-hour days. You you get into this because you're like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to be my own boss. I've never worked for a bigger asshole. <laughs> <laughs> No one's a bigger <laughs> asshole than yourself. Well, the thing is, I'm an independent contractor, too. I work for myself. I work from home. But I'm telling you, like, I'll put in a 19-hour, 20-hour day because I know I need to get this done. And if I don't, like, my clients are going to be happy. Your customers, if you don't open the store on time, they're not going to be happy. So if you want to be your own boss, folks, beware. Yeah. Where? It, yeah. You work hard or you won't be around. It's already, it's right. already, become, it's already <laughs> becoming a full-time job and I'm not, yeah. we're not even open so, yet. So how far away are you are then? So we're about, I would say, about a month, month away. Too cool, man. You know, we're about a month away from opening. Uh, we are we are going to have a type of membership model. Of course, our space is going to be free. To, you know, you can be in there and stuff like that for free. You can play. We didn't, we're not going to ask you to pay any membership or stuff like that. But if you wanted to enhance you know your gaming your, experience your, your right gaming experience you're gonna have like the luxury table actually yes that's awesome we are gonna have a luxury we are gonna have luxury tables we are gonna the, have the ti- ti- <laughs> we're gonna have specialist terrain uh mr moist uh beautiful terrain exactly oh, cool. we we've made at gamers arsenal we're making terrain our one of our top priorities cool. you know especially for tournaments and stuff like that because we you know we want everyone who comes in there to enjoy the terrain that they play on. Yeah, like and the biggest to, gripes I hear about is about terrain. No, like if you go to a tournament and you get wowed by the terrain, you're going to go back. It's just like, oh, I remember that place. That place was awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Look. But if you play in a bowling ball, you're like, I could have done that at home, my dining room table. Like we've or, like we already have like different types of terrain maps that we have. Some of our luxury terrain will be a, a Las Vegas style or maybe oh, nice. a, a Acadian base invasion. Nice. It, it's, we, Is that place still around? Huh? 
<laughs> I think it's yeah. dead. Yeah, it, it, you know, My we're gonna have it. to rename it. Like uh, when we first started making these tables, we're like, oh yeah, yeah. Acad- Acadian invasion. Oh well, we know where that went. Yeah, you don't want to fight there. No, so As, we, we have yeah. we have lots of ideas. We know we're not just gonna do it. We're gonna have the simple mats. We're gonna have the you know ITC terrain. Everyone can use that, no problem. Um, but you know, if you really want to play on a type of table that has like you know, some gravel on it, some real elements to it and stuff like that, then um, we, you know, a simple $5 membership is all that's required. I can't wait to pull my models off that table. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you go up against me. Wow, I paid $5. This is beautiful. Thanks. And, and you're dead. Aren't you going to also have, like, a special room, too, that people can rent out or something like that? Is that yeah, we, yeah, we are going to have uh, we are gonna have a room like that. And just be aware for it. It's it's gonna take us a little bit of time to get ready because we want to do some studio stuff in there as well. Cool. Some live streaming, some mm-hmm. videos, live so. streaming videos. So it won't be, so its availability will depend. Right, right. But you know, I've been asking for something like I've I've been to other places. Like, what about like what if I could just rent a room where like me and a couple of buddies could just hang out like all day long, have like our own room, undisturbed, get some games in, not worry about the other. You know, the riffraff in the room, exactly. so to speak. So how many friends are you bringing and how big is this <laughs> space necessary? Because I'm curious. Well, no, it's just like, let's say me and a buddy of mine just wanted to just kind of geek out all day long and have like a chill session. Okay. Right. Let's say I didn't have a table okay. and terrain at home, but I wanted to go someplace. So there are some days where I just want to kind of like, yeah, I want to play with everybody. I'm just going to bring a, an all comers list and play with everybody. But there are also some days where it's like, I want to chill with my buddy, like, I don't want to find some guy who shows up with like the like meta list that's designed to destroy my face off, which mm-hmm. you're going to find sometimes. You know, it'll yeah. happen at your store, uh, right? It's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? That's why but, I'm not really allowed to play at my own store because <laughs> my employees have already put handcuffs on me for that. But let's say I wanted to go into and I want to spend like four hours, say the whole day, right? Just hanging out with a buddy and we're going to stop, get some food. Like I would be willing to pay for that. Yeah. You know, but I couldn't find that anywhere hmm. where like a private gaming room. Right, where I had a place to lay out my models. And there was one store that was like that I went to a long time ago. It was it wasn't even I was in Kansas first time, you know. They had a private gaming room, you could lay your table, you can lay your models out, you know, they had nice terrain, you could rent the room for the day. Yeah, my inspiration. Or for a couple hours or whatever, you know. I don't mind renting a room for an hour. I'll take That's a girl really in there. Cool. And you know, know like, <laughs> no, you won't. Gamers, yeah. gamers girls won't be some. there. No, no girls. Do you want to play some 40K? Mm. I got some plastic here for you, baby. What is that? But, but Let me just take out my measuring stick. But huh? I would pay, honestly, I would pay for that experience, right? Sure. And I don't mind paying money if I'm going to get something for it. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about GameStop, for instance. Like, a video, the video game place, like, they're losing sales left and right. Because you can buy your games online on, like, Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. What do you offer in your store other than the place for me to leave my money? And nothing. It's really interesting design because, like, I just found out that they acquired Think Geek I think two years ago. So their model is actually changing because they're adapting. They're they're trying to find something else they can get into. Right. But now they're bleeding over into my territory. So now they've got collectibles. They got statues, T-shirts, right, 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 right. board games, other stuff. I'm like, what's going on? But but what do they have other than a place to leave my money? Yeah. Right. There's no place. That's why your store is important, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a place to hang out and play, and that's why I don't mind. I you know go online and buy models, yeah. right? But I want to support my local store, right? Because I get to go there and play, hang out with people, and talk to them. Exactly. Right. right? So that's and I don't mind paying extra for that. If it's even extra, it's not even extra. You go online, you're paying the same price. Oh, there, there's different types of for for me. There's different types of memberships you can have. Where you can just right, right. if you pay you know a little bit of a higher monthly rate, you can just have it. You just go in there whenever you want. Too cool. Yeah. So I mean, I don't mind paying extra for that. So that's that's really cool. This is know? this is good to know as we're uh, designing new spaces and other ideas. So when when well, when I, when, I, I when my unique. dream sky yeah. high comes out, I'll have the baller room. That'd be cool. You know, I may be unique in that area, but I bet you. Uh, no, it sounds no, fantastic you're, to me. You're not. You're not. You're not alone. Here, here's the thing. Um, you guys have this term I've been hearing called man flesh. Is is, is that <laughs> man flesh? <laughs> um. So this is this is a problem among gamers, and like I have a small store, so when somebody didn't shower, we know. <laughs> I'm like, dude, wash your ass. So in, in the military, we had the luxury of be like, hey, go fix yourself. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have to talk to Stinky. All right, cool. You don't want to be the Stinky guy, so you you go fix him. 
as a store owner, you got to be selective about what you say and how you say it, and everyone's very, very offended. Because Stinky Guy might be the owner of a Facebook page and oh, a Twitter right. account that could tear in, your in, face instantly apart. Instantly flamed and other stuff like that. So it's like you got to like tiptoe around it, but you know, uh, uh, a tip post what's acceptable in the store like on the wall just like hey we expect you to be you know kind to other people you know have your rules set out like a certain person that we know over at a local news store maybe uh personal hygiene stuff and it's it's probably not like too out we come to work we come to work clean yeah and we want to smell good we want this place to be awesome you should smell awesome too (laughs) you know i I think the community is getting around to that idea i think it's gotten out there enough with the man flesh smell. <laughs> you know, I went to a tournament, God, like four years ago, and you walk into the room, and there's a hundred gamers in like this room, mm-hmm. and it just reeks to oh. high hell. You know what? I, I gotta say about Hammer Wrath, it it didn't smell yeah, bad. Good. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, th- I think the community is coming around, yeah, right? If, if you self police the community, I think it's gonna be all right. I went to Broadside Bash four years ago when it was still in LA at Adepticon. Oh. <laughs> when it was still at Adepticon at the hotel there. And they had not a big ballroom, but they had like indiv- they had one big room that fit like twenty tables, and they had a bunch of little satellite mm-hmm. rooms, right? But you'd walk into these these rooms, and even the big room, you go in to turn your points in, and it's just like, oh my god, yeah. it smelled like straight butt, and nobody wants that. And before I go, I I because I know, right? I take a shower, you right? I make sure you know I'm not. Dress nice, but like my pants are clean, my shirt is clean. You know, I'm not going there to meet a date or anything, but you know, don't be part of the problem. I don't want to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I even have a buddy of mine who actually puts on like cologne. Oh, you know, he gets he actually gets he puts on a button down shirt, he puts on pants, he gets cologne on, he goes in there smelling and looking good. good. Even if he loses, he smelled and looked good, yeah. you know. And at least everyone would say, I remember that guy, he was nice, he smelled and looked good, you know? yeah. And the gamers will remember that. Yeah, and they will remember that because well, you play that smelly guy who had the bad attitude, who brought that knuckle grinding list. Oh, oh you don't God. want to be catching sweatpants. Yeah, 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 <laughs> or sweatpants shorts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one one thing I, I do wear an attire. I wear cargo. I wear cargo shorts, flip flops, and a regular. You have a uniform, right? It's, it's the Alex uniform. uniform, right? Yeah. It, this is the so I don't you know sweat all the time and smell and all that kind of stuff. And I am I keep I keep a little bit of. Uh, Cologne in my pocket, my cargo pa- pocket at times. I don't go full on cologne, but honestly, like I just make sure I'm wearing deodorant. I'm showered. Yeah, I smell enough. good when I walked out the door, yeah. right? So if you're out there, folks, just be courteous to the gamers around you. But now, if you have a luxury room, that's you don't that have can, to that, deal that, with that. That's right. something that you can be controlled. It's like, oh, all right. Well, I, I have the money to pay this premium. I'm gonna have you know this nice room to play. All my models are going to be, you know, there within arm's reach and not going to get damaged by some knucklehead that comes in. Can I pick that up? No, dude, leave my models alone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. You know, think about it. When you go into a game store, you have a six by four table. You're given exactly six by four space, mm-hmm. right? There's no place to lay my models. You're borrowing some chair yeah. from some other table next to you, hoping to lay your box out. But you get a premium room where I can lay my models out. Oh, dude, I can see them. it. Like you have like a nice mm-hmm. little counter space behind. Oh, it's going to be nice. You can like just something like this much space. Sure. Give me this much space, right? Think about that. I would pay extra for that. Yeah. Honestly, I would. And that's a little extra scratch. You're not talking about a lot, you know, but it's a little extra scratch on the side where someone who dropped down an extra 25, 40 yeah. bucks. Mm-hmm. You want it for the day? X amount of dollars. 60 bucks for the day. Done. Whatever. Done. You know, I would pay that. And Honestly, I would. With my with my room, I was thinking about, you know, like actually having it being able to stream whatever games are on there. Yeah, I, I think you, when you design this, like you probably have to dual purpose it and be like, hey, that's going to be table one when we have a big tournament. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Of course. And now you're selling your store because they got table one, always on, during this weekend, come check us out on whatever I'm streaming and, and, on. And then like the crowd's going to see, it's like, oh, that place looks really nice. Right. Now I'm, now I'm going to go out of my way, say I live in Riverside yeah. or I live in San Diego. Now yeah. I'm going to go to that place. Make the drive. Absolutely. Right. I'll make it. Honestly, I will. So I that's what I'm saying is, Coming from not a store owner as a game, and why I go to choose to go to a store is I would I will pay extra if you give me something to pay extra sure. for. Mm-hmm. You know, give me that opportunity. That's just for me to use. Just like just like our terrain and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, speaking of paying for terrain, I paid and I donated terrain to a local gaming store. Well, we know. You know, we did I, too. I I donated. It's, I have I bought my own here too, and I bought it only because you know, hey, they. I get to come in there. I get to play for free, you know. So I will go those extra miles because it's a community, right? 
And that's what Warhammer, Magic, Pokemon, your local gaming stores, your local community. It's all the same people you see every week. Mm-hmm. It's like walking in the cheers. Norm! Right? Exactly. It's the same thing, right? So support your local gaming store. Go meet Norm, right? Don't meet Carl. No, Carl's a we, dick. We all know Carl's a dick. Abrasive, chaotic, and experimental. That's the music of Dead Swarm. Dead Swarm's approach to metal is dark and aggressive. Influenced by the grooves of Six Feet Under, the raw aggression of Morbid Angel, and the technicality of death. Featuring an articulate and guttural lead vocals and a hard-hitting rhythm section, the thrashy death metal sound of Dead Swarm evokes portrayals of humanity's capacity for evil. Dead Swarm is currently recording a 2017 EP that is designed to reinvent the West Coast metal scene and raise up the swarming masses. You can find Dead Swarm music on iTunes, Amazon MP3, and Google Play. You can also visit their website, deadswarm.com, for music, tour dates, and merchandise. Dead Swarm! A new dawn! Terraforming! A new dawn! Terraforming! We don't want him. we don't want him anywhere around so, our store. So, Carl, guys, you're banned I, from our store. I talked to Carl last week. <laughs> oh, no. oh God! And he's a little upset. He's a little. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. What do you complain about now? You guys just keep talking trash. Oh, I bet. So, so, Alex, what's what's the um, what's been the biggest challenge of opening up your new store? I have to say, one of the biggest challenges of opening up my store was actually finding a place and finding a place, maintaining a certain distance from other uh, stores. Cause there is, there is a store, there's a couple stores, Yeah, you know, in Temecula, I'm in Murrieta. But especially that, in like the card and comic, the card and comic kind of you, you that kinda, realm. You kind of have to choose what products you're going to carry and what products you're not. And that was big. That was one of my biggest concerns about what am I going to carry? What am I not? And so I decided I'm not going to carry comics. I, I mean, like, really, as long as you're your own identity, it's it's going to be interesting. It's just like I think I think you're going to do fine. Just like stick to what you love. Yeah, and that'll come across to your customers. Like I I've, I I care about everyone's hobby. Like I have been playing X Wing. I, I've never played X Wing before. I've been playing Magic, and it turns out I really like these games too. I really like these. Yeah. But the thing is, like I was saying before, like if you don't know comics though, and you start offering comics, and a guy walks into the store and says, "Hey, can I get this issue of this?" and you're just like, "Oh, oh, I got I got on Tuesday." Like he's gonna walk away. He's gonna walk away and go into the next store, and you're gonna have a bunch of inventory you're not gonna move. No, honestly, unless so you unless no you point. have a guy like Rose got his comic guru. I don't. I do not have a comic guru. Then you if know, you need lo- one, I can point it. <laughs> but you know, if you don't love it, don't offer it. Because yeah. because the the fanboys are gonna see right through you. Yeah, they're gonna see that. I don't know if if you like Spider Man, I can definitely tell you. You know which comics you can. I, I, come on, I'm a '90s kid. Spider Man's my boy. Oh, Tobey Maguire. Oh, God, you're man. the Tobey Maguire lover, aren't you? Don't hate on Toby. I'm, I'm hating on Toby right now. I'm gonna tell you why. The dude is barely in that movie. The dude is barely. That guy swinging around from building the building. That was not Toby Maguire. No, it was that not. That was CGI. That guy. Oh who, come on! Are you saying that, that the guy new- who hangs upside down and kisses what's It was her name? not Toby Maguire. That's, all that five o'clock shadow stubble. That is not Toby Maguire. Right? It, but you know what? You can't tell me that this this new guy posing around or not the new new guy. I'm talking in between Toby Maguire and better than Toby Maguire. Yeah. No, Hands down. No, Gar- Garfield yeah. is not better than Tobey Maguire. Toby you know Maguire. what? I liked his Spider-Man. I didn't like his Peter Parker. Like, I could not believe that that pretty boy got picked on and was a genius. Yeah, yeah. I could, <laughs> I could see that point. See, I could see Tobey Maguire getting picked on. Promise, I've never liked him as an actor. I just think he's plastic. Oh. Think about all the scenes he's in. Think about Spider-Man 2, where, like, Mary Jane gets to be in, like, the, the thing. Mary Jane, you did it. You finished your dream. I'm like, oh my god, that was the take they went with. <laughs> I know that was probably the best one. They probably did it 12 times, and that was the best of the bunch. Thank you, <laughs> Toby McGuire. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm gonna hit on Toby McGuire all day long and twice on Sundays. Oh, okay. 
Okay. <laughs> We've gone off topic. It's not on topic, but I've gone off topic. We, we were talking about comics. Comics. We were why, talking about why comics. this is exactly why I will not carry comics at my store. Yeah, yeah. Toby yeah. McGuire. Because you I, like Toby McGuire. No, I get it. And, and I, you like Toby McGuire, and I think that's bullshit. So, <laughs> so uh, the focus will be miniature games? Miniature games, cards, because uh, I like card games too. Cool. Uh, and cards are going to be a big. I mean, you know more than I do. Where cards are like, it's kind of amazing. But like nowadays, like you have to dabble in everything. It's just like if you kind of pigeonhole yourself, you're, you're not going to make it. It's just like like uh, you were talking about the co- the comic book shop that you know you wanted to you know offer things, and then they would just you would pay for it. They just have to collect the check and. They will close because... Yeah, I was talking about opening up, like, I, I found a guy who opened a comic book store, and there was no one offering a game store in our area. And I thought, hey, look, I went to him and said, hey, you got, the, you got the space. You're covering the overhead. You took the risk. I get that. Let me cover the overhead, all the inventory on Warhammer, Fantasy. I'll cover the Magic cards, the Pokemon cards. Yu-Gi-Oh! was big at the time. I said, like, I'll cover the inventory on all of that. I'll even come in after my work, and I will do game nights. You don't even have to be here. I'll open and close. All you do is, when you're here, just click yes on the register and collect the check. I will cover everything. These guys are like, oh, I just want to focus on my comics. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, like, I've seen five or six stores where, like, they started where you're at and they ended up where I'm telling you you're going to be at. Mm-hmm. And like, if that's where you want to focus, then okay. I really hope you make it. But I, I'm sorry to tell you, you're not. He yeah. goes, well, I just, I, I, this is really my passion. I go, I get that, homie. But yeah, like, my passion, I love Warhammer. Right, but I know for a fact, in business sense, that if I don't cover these other areas, then it then my store will not will not make it. And, but you know what? I'm playing all these different hobbies now, and I love them. Yeah, like yeah. I I like Magic, I like Pokemon, I like Yu Gi Oh. You know, I like X Wing, I like Armada, I like all that stuff. Yeah, it's. I mean, the the biggest seller is always going to be what you're most passionate about, and it, it's like people can see through that stuff. So it's like. Don't don't apologize for it. It's like I love Warhammer. Cool. Tell people how much they love that you love. Yeah. It. I'm pretty sure people are still hating me right now for the uh, four t uh, for the four Y wings I brought from X Wing. <laughs> yeah, I'm that guy. I know. Just oh, hate me even more because they're out of print right now. Nobody can get Y wings. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh, it's like, god, I got really my like Y wings. E- even the Rubbins. <laughs> oh, I got my Y wings. Um, they're but, not for sale, by the way. <laughs> you won't sell them at the Arsenal. They're my favorite. They've uh, been my favorite right, forever. Right, right. <laughs> they'll be on. They'll be on display, right, yeah. and, and you're gonna have to like pay me a lot to separate me from that. <laughs> no, but it's. I, I think that even within a very close proximity to other stores, as long as you find your niche, you can be successful. Um, I've got within a, I say probably twenty mile radius. Four other shops that you know we're all in similar things. So we've got um, Imperial Games uh, out in Vista. We've got Paradise out in Vista. Level Up out in Oceanside. Nowhere Games there in San Marcos. And we all kind of focus on our different things. And it's actually not like a hostile environment. Everyone's kind of okay with what they're doing. So uh, there's a pretty hostile environment, I have to say, in a in. A nearby town in Temecula, Marietta. It's very, very different environment. I mean, I've been going out to these other store owners, and you know, I'm telling them like, "Hey, I don't want, I don't want, you know, bad blood. You know, we, I want to work together. Mm-hmm. You know, grow our communities and stuff like that." Um, I've already got some bad run-ins with one with oh, one store. I think the gaming community has been is a lot more established in San Diego County. Sure. I mean, you have um, so many stores. Yeah. I mean, San Diego County is like, if you love card gaming or war gaming, there's always a place to be. There's Absolutely. always a place to go. Mm-hmm. When I moved there, when I moved to Escondido from Palm Springs, where there was nothing, mm-hmm. like it was literally a desert <laughs> of war gaming. Um, and I moved to San Diego and I could throw a rock and hit a game store. You know, that was like fantastic, but no one seemed to be losing money. No one seemed to be going out of business. Everyone played at everyone else's stores and no one was butthurt about it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then you come up here and there was when I first moved out here before it was SoCal Games and Comics, it was well, Thou Shalt Game. Yeah, Jesse Lopez owned uh, Thou Shalt Game in Temecula. Uh and that's an interesting uh store. It was um they when they first opened up, I uh, had just gotten back into magic. Um so 
there was a game store out in Lake Elsinore uh, called Fun and Games. Um, back in high school, um, in the 99, I worked for Fun and Games here in Temecula. That owner got out of the business, sold uh, to a couple guys. I forget uh, their names. I think it was Andy and somebody else. And they... Um, they opened up the store in Lake Elsinore, and that was where I first came back. I'm like, oh, magic's still around. I'll go do a little bit of investigating. So I got back in the game, met Damian Brunson, who owns Tier 1 Games there, and and Jesse Lopez. And I think they had another partner that opened up uh, Thou Shall Game in like 08 or something like that. Um, and that was the game store for the area. That was for, it. For, for years. And they did great. I mean, they, they started as a like a little fraction of what they ended up like i think they were like a thousand square feet when they first opened up they were splitting um a building with uh, like um a clothing store or something like that they opened up and they ended up like two thousand square feet and that was basically the gaming community for the whole area it was them and hobby town usa that that was it so um as the miniature community started growing here it was actually really kind of cool because now you could you can actually play uh, on some nice tables. Um, I um, these have a midnight tournament they used oh, yeah, to do every year that I that I went to once that yeah. was great. It was a charity one where you would bring yeah. uh, you would bring uh, cans cans of food, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was around like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. No. I remember doing that one time. So I told my wife, "Hey, I'm gonna go play this midnight." She's like, "You're gonna do what?" Yeah, oh yeah. yeah they, I'm gonna play a tournament from midnight to four a.m. Filled with like uh, canned food. It was fantastic. So it, it was real cool. I mean, like, I think I remember a year where the power went out and they kept playing anyway. Oh, you know what? Ray, Ray told me about yeah, this so, one. I mean, it, and it's, if you find your niche of the things that your store is known for, like, Thou Shall Game has a lot of fond memories of those big midnight events. And it was it was really cool. So it's like, find your thing. And you're, you're, you're going to do fine. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you. You know, it's, it was interesting. I moved here to Temecula mm-hmm. the week Thou Shalt Game closed. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I was looking for a place to move to. I was living in Escondido. Uh-huh. So many games there. So I'm like, if I moved to Temecula, I got to find a place to play. Sure. I, I mean, the, this is a part of my life too. Mm-hmm. And I got to make sure there's a place to play. And I knew Thou Shalt Game was there. So we were looking and I went by the store and the store was still open. Mm-hmm. They were doing things. There was no signs. They were closing. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yep. Not a clue. I move in. The weekend I the weekend you go I, back to the game store and it's I closed. go back to there it was closed. You it know was, what? It was uh, Halloween like three years ago. Yeah, it was uh, twenty fourteen. Yeah, it was Halloween, and I go down there the next weekend, and the place is empty. There's like posters from like Magic on the floor, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I had like a box you of know models. What? I, I, went, box. I went. I came. To, my buddies came all the way down. My buddies came all the way down from Idlewild. You know, and they were going to play. We want all. We want all play some Warhammer. <laughs> And we went down to Thou Shall Game, and they were closed. I was like, what? I was just there the day before, and they're gone. Yeah, it, it closed in a, in a, in a hurry. Uh, SoCal Games opened up maybe like a week or two after. Yeah, yeah it was a week over. after. Yeah. yeah, it was a week after. So, Damn it, Raul. You should have been telling people. <sighs> it wasn't my job at the time. <laughs> <laughs> was it his business at the time? Uh, oh, that's right. I'm sorry, I forgot. It wasn't you came in his Dude, I just work here. business. Yeah. <laughs> it was not his business. Um, but yeah, no, it was um, SoCal Games opened up uh, there outside the mall, and you know a lot of the people from Dash Game moved over, and it was fantastic. So it's interesting with the community here in the local area that miniature games have never been huge it's it's like uh, there's there's a ton of people there's a lot of potential i think that in the area i, I think there's, uh, a, there's a need there, there's some there's some i think there, there's a lot of internal stuff that um that could be you know an issue uh, maybe it's just not supported as much and uh that's why you know, maybe that's, that's the way they fell and they make their money on other things and that's fine yeah. i mean What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. Uh, I really hope you're enjoying listening to the show as much as we're enjoying recording the show. And thanks for listening, as always. Um, here at the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted, we're really committed to improving and always improving the quality of the podcast we're producing. So we're reaching out. We're asking for the fellow, uh, the fellow veteran gamers out there to help us do what we do best. And we've started a new patron system with Podbean. Um, for as little as a dollar a month. Um, and we're putting out four shows a month. That's 25 cents a show. You can help support our podcast and the things that we're doing. So visit us online at vgrpodcast.com.
patreon.com. Go to the podcast section. You'll find the link to the link to become a patron. Um, there, there's different levels um, and different rewards. Maybe you would like to be a member of the show for a day for one of our podcasts. Maybe you want to drink some beer, talk some shit. Well, for twenty dollars a month, we will invite you to be a member on our show for a day. Uh, and there's other things in between. We also have giveaways and contests for our patrons, so be on the lookout for those. Um, so visit us online at vgrpodcast.com. Go to the podcast section and look for the patrons. Um, but until then, cheers. And now, back to the show. Talking about your story, I think that it's going to be really important to focus on getting new players. It's yeah. like show this amazing hobby to as many people as you can. And, and we, we have we have a plan in place and how we want to bring people in. You know, one of the biggest things is lore. Lore. I know you guys. Fa- <laughs> you guys fast forward through through me, but I'll, I'll give you a minute. Okay. Go. I'm just saying, lore <laughs> is very important in, in when you're trying to get any people in game. in any game, any game at all. Like, like that's why game. people like. Why do you think? Why do you think? Uh, uh, you don't even have to fast forward me through. This I'm part. not going to fast forward. Honestly, but honestly, I read the books. I read the entire Horus Heresy series. I've read. Uh, I, I've read. I, I read Gaunt's Ghost. I, I know the lore. I've read it because I enjoy it as well. So why does why shit. is X-wing doing so well? That's something to get. Why is why is all the Star Wars games doing so well, well at the moment? For one, for one, they got the IP, and everyone likes Star Wars. Everyone t- 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 find me someone who doesn't like Star Wars. We'll find someone who's dead inside. Right? Um, I married her. She's she's still an awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ralph? Are you dead inside now? <laughs> I, I'm dying. It's <laughs> the cry for help. My, you know what's great? Uh, that gene did pass on to my children, and uh, they love Star Wars. So good. We're, we're good. Yeah, fantastic, good. fantastic. <laughs> but but uh, they have name recognition. One, yeah. mm-hmm. two. X-Wing is so easy to pick up. It is. It's so much fun to play. You play one game, you know how to play X-Wing. What's fantastic is... Too bad is Luke Skywalker the, the, is not very good anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the simplicity of the game. It, it's, it's like one thing that I think a lot of people miss is how to demo a game. You need to be excited about what you're doing. It's like tell them about the lore. Tell them how they're doing. But you need to get them moving models, rolling dice. It's like yeah, yeah. If, if you don't do that first demo... Like, don't tell them about strategy. Don't tell them about all this other Another stuff. Another thing is... You'll lose them. Yeah. Display. Yeah. Display is such an important piece. Yeah. You want to walk into a gaming store and you want to see these perfectly pristine models. Because, you know, that's something to aspire to that, that you can say, I want my models to look like yeah. that. You know, we talked about that in the last episode. We talked about... You were talking about your hobby goals, mm-hmm. about having good terrain. And I was like... In hobby progress, I was like, not hobby goals, but hobby progress. I was like, that's what's going to bring new people to the game. If you put a bunch of gray plastic on the table, that's boring. No one's going to be interested. No one's going to be interested. But you put some really nice painted stuff. Like Tyler's model he put for Armies on Parade. Oh, yes. That was his his, uh, Death Lord. Lord of Contagion. Lord of Contagion. Contagion. Sorry. That thing is sick, right? But if you see something like that on the table, some person walks in and there's some people playing with these awesomely painted. Or there's models in a in a display case. In you a ever done a game against ha- Javier uh, with his orcs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful army. So it's yeah. just like I love playing those games. It's like it's always going to be interesting playing against another orc player. Yeah, but. Just the fact that he was, you know, using all these gorgeous models. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Let, let's, let's do that again. That's going to bring people into yep. the hobby. Yep. Some kid, 15 years old, has no idea, right, what this game is about. He happened to stumble into your store because mom was shopping at TJ Maxx or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You know, and all of a sudden stumbles into your store and says, what is this? I was looking for GameStop and all of a sudden I found you, mm-hmm. right? What is this? And also they see nice painted models, all the people having a good time, slapping down cards on the table. You know, like that's what's going to bring them into a new hobby, not in the initial shock factor. Right, 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 right. But if you, but like X Wing, for instance, you can get a whole. I could play a hundred point game. I'm in it for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. So the price point's cheap. The game is fun as hell, and it's easy to learn. Anybody can play it. Yep. I play it with my kids. Yeah. I play it with my six year old. It's that easy to pick up. It's but fun. But there's strategy inside there. But if you're really good, you can take it to another level. Well, the best games are easy to learn, hard to master. Those are my favorite yeah. games. It's like, don't don't overcomplicate it with the rules. It's like, how Don't old, GW the rules. Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> how, 
how how old is chess? You can't say that's a complicated game, but it's a complicated it's game. It's a very complicated <laughs> game. You know what? That's one thing I actually want to offer in my store, too. I want to offer chess because that's what I started at with strategy gaming. You know, if you offer some really nice chess boards, really nice chess pieces, that those those chess, those really nice sets, that's a thousand bucks for a really nice oh, set. Yeah. Don't, don't go crazy, but you have. No, no, no. I'm yeah. not, not going to go crazy with them. I'm yeah. going to have a few, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know. We we ended up getting these uh, really nice like um, portable sets. So like you get them in a carry bag. The the mat rolls up and it has all these nice double weighted pieces with two queens for thirty bucks. You get a nice chess set. So it's like that's nice. Yeah, you you, you find different levels. Of stuff. Yeah, I yeah. like I I remember getting this Lord of the Rings chess set. It was so cool. I <laughs> think is everyone knows what chess is, mm-hmm. right? But if you offer nice pieces, also it feels like it's something new. Yep. And it's a really old game. And in reality, tabletop is a really old game. Um, Warhammer's been around since what, 83? Well, even beyond Warhammer, there was a book that was written um, militaries a long time ago to treat, uh, teach their young officers military strategy, invented tabletop gaming. They invented it. Militaries invented tabletop gaming to give them something to practice with other than real soldiers. Because, you know, back in World War II or post World, there was no laser tag that we had in the military where we get to, you know, shoot ourselves with, you know, lasers or anything. You had to go out there with guns and muskets and shoot. Well, instead of hurting people, you could put it Simulation. On. Right. So there was a guy, and I'll have to go back and I'll find the book, but there's a guy who wrote a book about it called Tiny Wars. And he basically invent they invented tabletop war gaming and basically GW just took it to the next Citadel essentially took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. So tabletop war gaming, as long as chess has been along for forever. Yeah. Right. But you just glitz it up with some new models. Like they're doing like the AOS models are gorgeous. Yeah. Right. You want to get someone into tabletop, show them an AOS model. Oh yeah. And there's like so many like great games now. It's like, if, if you don't want to leave GW, it's like, you've got uh, the new Necromunda's coming out. Yeah. You've got uh, AOS. It's doing great now. Blood with Bowl. The, the new uh, general's work. Uh, the General's Handbook is coming yeah. out. General's Handbook too. But even if um, you want to start them on a smart thing, I got my kids playing um, Shadow War Armageddon. Yeah, it's great. Or even the AOS skirmish game, right? It's like you have six models, go and play. Mm-hmm. And I had my six-year-old and my 10-year-old play against one another. Cool. You know? Yeah, and nice I just, fast games. Too. And I just stood here and I told them what to do. They were just rolling dice and yeah. moving models. I worried about the rules, right? But they had so much. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah let's do it again. Hell yeah, let's yeah. do it again. And now my kid's asking, can I paint models with you, Dad? Yes, you can paint <laughs> models with me. Yes, you can. Especially you, the the hobby guy. Oh yeah, I mean, I've, he's got his models. He's got, he's painting uh, space wolves right now. Too cool. Oh, so man. like, we're gonna sit down and paint models together. My wife was like, "Well, if you and your son are gonna paint models, can I paint some models too?" So I bought her some AOS Slaveneth. No, it's something for the whole family to do. Right, and if you can turn it into something, now I've got, you know, younger people coming. Why? Because we rolled some dice and we had a good time. Yep. You know, and if that's what you can provide, you know, show people the roll. It reminds me of how when I was a kid. And you know, hand me that die right there. We didn't have to roll dice you know today, what? but I brought a big die because I just wanted to roll some dice. You know, I, I don't care what I'm rolling. I just wanted to roll something today. Look at I rolled Fail. my two. Look at that. Fail. Two. Fail. two. <laughs> roll the two. Yep. Roll the two. There's your that, six. That's me. You yeah. got a re-roll too, anyway. <laughs> oh, well, oh it was six plus and a four. That's not bad. Twin linked. <laughs> not, not oh, sorry, not anymore. Not anymore. So, Raul, what's been the biggest challenge? You're now in it. What two years now? Yeah. Two so, what's been the biggest challenge you found? I mean, you're, you're you started with the comics and the cards, mm-hmm. right? What's what's been the biggest challenge for you as a store owner and a game owner building your community? Kind of, you know, you got to feed a family. You got things, you know, you got a house payment, you got things you got to do. You know, mm-hmm. it's a business, bottom line. What's been the biggest challenge for you? It, It's interesting just taking over an existing business where things have been done for us for a long period of time a diff- very different way. And it's just making it my own. It was, it was kind of, I think, probably like the biggest struggle was I have a different vision. I, I'd like to, you know, I've got a lot of larger goals. And in the time that we've been there, I feel like we're outgrowing the space, which is a, a fantastic problem to have. But yeah. now I have, you know, I've grown the Magic community. Um, now, like, on our weekday tournaments, we're getting over 20 players and stuff like that. This isn't Friday Night Magic. This is just a regular tournament. So on a Monday night, we had over 20 players. It's like, all right, let's, that's great. let's, let's keep this up. So uh, having the short-term goals of growing that stuff, um, the challenge is, all right, well, 
how do we do this? Okay, so we have to appeal to more people. We have to bring in the right things and make sure that the right things are on the shelf. Make sure you have the proper um, items for miniature games. It's like, all right, well, now you have to have a stock for it. We're just getting into it. So GW has a few different levels of like what you what, have, you have to, to buy in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the bare minimum, it's just like, yeah, we have GW stuff. And that's, that's kind of where you start off. Then from there, you go up a couple levels. You can... You can have a full paint rack if, if that's something that you want. And that was like a uh, short-term goal. It's like, all right, well, I need to offer everything. So by the end of next week, my paint rack is going to be full. So stoked about that stuff. But it's it's getting the stuff to the people and, you know, having the right inventory to sell. Because this industry is changing all the time. We're at kind of at a great time for gaming because now you have... Internet shows completely focused on tabletop gaming. You have podcasts that are coming out on miniature gaming, card gaming, all sorts of other stuff. So to take advantage of that, it's just like, well, you have to build a community that, that's getting thriving on all those things. So um, I'm going to say so um a few times. That's cool. Like, all right, let's edit that out. So um. <laughs> it's, so, it's hard to think about. It's hard to think about. Um, you know, we'll, we'll digress for a second. Jason used to edit out all of my ums uh-huh. and go through. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so say all your so ums, say your likes. It's cool. Give me your clutch words. I'll own them all. <laughs> but I'm excited about that community building. It's like right now, like I feel that the magic community is getting there. Every Wednesday, I know the guys that are gonna walk in the door and pick up their comic books. So that community is kind of like growing and solidified. But now focusing on miniature games, it's like, all right, cool. Let's build that up. And we've got a few guys that are very, very excited about it. And it's just like, they're passionate about it. So they're telling all their friends and they're coming in, which is exactly what you want to see. It's just yeah, like, yeah. If, if you've done your job, you've sold somebody into a lifestyle, because I think that's what this is. It's like, you, you now pick up pieces of plastic, you take them home, you assemble them, and you love every aspect of putting them together and painting them stuff like that i know i'm awful and i don't have enough time to dedicate this sure, sure. I, I decided to play orcs so there's never gonna be a done army i don't think <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever ever um but it, I, I still love it I, I i've got i've got you know like my little paint station on my, on my desk and i've got my models that i'm working on so you, you talk about you know any good hobby should cost something yeah right it should any good hobby shouldn't be cheap i don't care if you're into hunting fishing you know, hunting's really expensive. Cars. If you're into cars, that's expensive, that's right? Really expensive. Any hobby should should really and you should take time and invest in it and love it, right? Even when seventh edition was full, I play Tyranids. Mm-hmm. You know, my Tyranids were just garbage. So I just they I honestly my orcs. Yeah. I just stopped playing. But you know what? I kept buying models, I collected models, I painted models. Now it's because, paying off. Well, now it is, but I loved the hobby that much. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like it wasn't just a game to me. It was like you said, it was like a lifestyle, right? This is a piece of who I am. This hobby is right. And, and it's interesting because I get the guys that come in and say, well, uh, that looks cool, but I don't want to do the painting and assembling stuff like that. And I, I tell them, and it's just like, it's interesting because I didn't know this until I started doing more of it, but I like the actual assembling and painting almost as much as I do the gaming because I zone out. I stop thinking about anything else and i'm just focused on what's in front of me and it's fantastic that's why i'm offering a painting service as well for those type of people that don't that don't want to do the building and assembling like me and i understand that because there's people just want to play the game right because the game is fun and it's supposed to be fun me when i was in the army i would get out of work and i would go home and i was in the infantry and infantry were all about kill 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 we're gonna go invade something and destroy something why do you want to go home to my wife and take that home with me Mm -hmm. So before I'd come home, I throw my military clothes off, I take a shower, and the first thing I'd do is I'd sit down for an hour and paint models. Decompress. Right. right. There's nothing. If I sat down and watch TV, I'd get mad about some sports score. If I watch a TV show, I'd get mad about the news. Right. But if I sat down for an hour and painted a model, by the end of that hour, I'm relaxed. Yeah. Right. I'm mellow. And I have an artistic side that really wants to come out. And these models help me express as opposed to like a canvas that's blank or something like that. It's a canvas that's gray, but it's giving me sort of some direction. Kind of a paint by numbers almost, right? But I enjoy – and that's why I got into Tyranids. I like building things from scratch. I love that. Like my Malanthrope, I'm so proud of that thing. It looks great. I'm so proud of those. Like I'm so happy about the way they came out. And I can't wait till they're done painting. I put them on the table and someone go, what the fuck is that? (laughs) <laughs> it's like that for for me. That's like the joy. I know I'm not going to win best painter, 
but some people are going to be really stoked about what I put on that table. And that's what I like doing. And then I get to, I worked on this for hours. Now I get to display it and play it. But isn't it cool? Like when you show up to the table and you're wowed by their models too. And it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. It's a level of respect with your opponent. It's like, well, oh, yeah. this is awesome. And like it's I like, tell, it's like, like pride on a table, right? Yeah. I saw my, yeah. like, oh, wow. You know, you're playing vanilla Marines, but man, those are painted really well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, like I love playing against some fully painted armies. Like, and then I'll ask, so what did you do? How did you paint them? Mm-hmm. You know, whatnot. You know, we get to talk about now we're not just playing a game. Now we're talking about what we did and yep. fond memories, of what we painted and everything. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's the part that I like. So it's good to see that you're building that community so that, you know, community is important. No, it's, I think it's I really think it's my number one focus. It's just like I, I don't think that. I would love what I do as much without the people. It's like, I don't know about you guys, but some of my closest friends have come from gaming and, and, yeah. and, and all these things. It's like people I associate with all the time. We have, you know, like interests and stuff like that. It's it's a big, big deal. It's just like if, you, if your community community isn't behind you, it's like, well, people aren't going to come. It's Right. If you don't share the passion for the hobby, they're going to see, like we talked about, they're going to see right through it. Yeah. They're going to call you out on it and they're just not going to show up. They're not going to believe you. you know, oh, you just want me to hand over my money. Okay, cool. You know, like I can do that anywhere. Yeah. But the building the community, and this is what I've talked about is I don't mind, you know, not going online. You know, I, I, I will walk into a store and I'll order my models because I know I've got a community there of people who I can talk to, I can hang out with, the other my friends, mm-hmm. okay. you know? So that's right. Yeah. So I'm excited about getting some uh, tournament circuits started between Arsenal and Sky High. Oh, do you yeah. think you, do you really want to take that challenge on? Do you really think you could take I, I, on I think, GA? I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think it would be too. You know, I, we'll bring very... gamer, gamer Arsenal. We'll have you, know, you have your store up here in Marietta, mm-hmm. but you you know you have some some tournaments kind of off kind of off schedule. Yeah. They'll have it one week and they'll have another. I'll Guys will come down. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll. I mean, it's going to be know, fun. It's a very soft and very soft meta, I bet, but it's a lot of squishy green stuff mm. down there, but you know. Mm, tasty for the Arsenal. <laughs> All those ITC points you guys It's not, it it's not Gamer Arsenal. It's West Coast Arsenal. West Coast Where Coast we, we love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get to chew down on some of that free ITC money. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be your fluff bunny there. I'll be a fluff bunny. Right I'll, I'll, play some, I'll, I'll play some fluffy games. I'll play some power level stuff. So, hey, let me know when you're running some stuff. You want to guide another Wait, play some fluffy stuff? What's power level? Yeah. I know, <laughs> I know you probably haven't. But have you played any power level games yet? I have wanted to play power and level. It's cool. It's, re- it's just I was able to like put, all right, let's play 50 power. Boom, boom, boom. Your game's done in an hour. I'm like, this is fantastic. Right. And you don't have to spend X amount of time setting up your list or anything like that. I, I'm a dad. I, I have my business. Yeah. I don't have You have a band. I have, I, yeah, I'm in a band. Uh, <laughs> you so, a lot of different hobbies, bro. You're a renaissance man, yeah, no, t- so to t- speak. Today was a long day. Uh, <laughs> at 6.21 in the morning, my daughter wakes me up and says, hey, Dad, um, are we going to work out? I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, yeah yesterday you said we we're going to work out today. I'm like, I'll be right They down. never forget. <laughs> I'm like, I can't say no now. They never forget. And, and I just hear this like smirk from the other side of the bed. just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, this is what we're doing today. So we, we go downstairs, we do a little bit of plyometrics, and uh, it was it was a nice hour. I feel it right now. Um, <laughs> go to work for a while, go to band practice, come record a podcast, and those are days, man. Like it's it's it. I love it. It's just don't stop, keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So your store is opening up. When do we have a date yet? We don't have a specific day yet, but I'm I'm guessing September is when we're going to be. No, we're, we're, we're sitting at the door going open. Open, 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 open. open. No, For but those yeah, of you who I, don't remember TV, that was a commercial back in the day. And we, then, um, but we have the space. That's, you that's have the what space. I'm talking about. You have the space. Cool. And then, um, Raul, you're starting to get open to the tournament scene. Uh, our, our goal is probably a Thanksgiving tournament. Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah. To uh, really get kicked off? Yeah, it's just, I mean, I need more terrain. It, it's, a, sure. it's, a, it's a slow buildup. And I think for the holiday season, it'll be a lot of fun to have a store full of people that are passionate about a game. And, and your holiday shopping season, yeah, you're talking like, Christmas oh, gifts. Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, be cool. So be on the lookout. We'll be pimping that online. And at, we're, we're going to be doing um ITC tournament. So you'll see it on probably, uh, was it the West Coast Pairings? or Best Coast Pairings. Best Coast Pairings. Best, best Coast Pairings, ITC website, and that's skyhighcomics.com. So sort of a regular sort of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, if you can find it on Sky High, you can find it on VGRpodcast.com. We'll be pimping that out there. Sweet. Um, see it on our Facebook so look for that. We'll have some stuff coming up here in the fall, hopefully around Thanksgiving. We'll have 
Um, what, what's your store going to be named again, Alex? Gamers Arsenal. Gamers Arsenal. Gamers Arsenal here in September, just in time for the school. Yep. Your distraction from back to school. Yeah, oh, man. I, <laughs> good thing I took a I took a year off of college for this. <laughs> or I'm taking a year off of college Mistakes for this. Mistakes were Take, made. Mistakes were made. All the financial aid money went to open up a store. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you will pay Uncle Sam back and later, I'll tell you what. Oh, man. They're going to really get me on the taxes. So that's been another episode of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted signing off. This is Andy. This is Alex. And I'm Raul. And as always, drink up, ladies. Drink up, ladies.